Hey, Alex. Hi, Steve. How are you? Good. How are you? The victim of the unluckiest life in the history of humanity. That's how I am. You oh. really don't like Thursday nights, do you? No, I hate Thursday night football. It's proof that the devil exists. Mm. Anyway, so for those of you who aren't live timing it, number one overall draft pick, Christian McCaffrey, decided he hurt his hamstring, so apparently he'll be taking the next six weeks off. So all the good thoughts I had about my team, we're, <laughs> we're going to change those on the fly. But uh, enough of my sadness, though it probably deserves its own show. How are you doing, Lucas? I'm doing all right. I, I think Jason's feeling e- even better. Uh, you get to name him this year, and I guess his revenge is getting McCaffrey hurt when he plays you? I don't know. Oh, wouldn't that be something? Ooh, uh, they're just showing oh. the replay of the injury, and it's definitely a hammy. Yeah, nobody ever comes from back, back from those in a week, so considering that and all his injuries last year, I don't know. I'm hoping somebody makes me good enough this year that I don't have to keep him next year. Or he's on the trade market. I'll take him. With one leg, I'm sure we'll be solid. I'll, I'll trade you Edwards at Lair for him. Good Lord. Well, he's going to be a top talking point later. So, all right. Well, let's move on. Alex, I want to say that uh, the nation loved your one-for-one one last week. I, I got a text message from somebody not in the league who listens to our podcast and talked about how much they liked the one-for-one. One. Oh, really? <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Do you have it on you still? I'd be curious what Lucas's spirit quarterback would be. Oh, what, you want me to ask him the questions? I was going to say, I didn't get a one-for-one because one it fell through this week. Okay. But I can ask Lucas. Okay. I was trying to find out, you know how they do those AI bot things and like make them watch stuff and then make an episode? I wanted to do that with our podcast. So I sat there trying to figure out how to do that. Did not work. <laughs> but that would have been hilarious wait am i gonna, gonna give have, up on it am i gonna give up on it no you're, you're gonna have an ai do steve's podcast yeah that's the thing i would have to i have to like get everything in the podcast written down so i'm gonna figure that part first but yeah oh there's some dictation software out there you can very easily that's, get that done yeah, we need to do that first and then the other thing. I figured out to do the other thing first. Steve, that AI will vault you into the top 10. It'll be so much better. <laughs> <laughs> Become legends. Oh. All right. Well, Alex, if easy access to, access to a great, if not, we will just start 10 for 10 then. Oh, I do. I'll be back in like two seconds. All right. Sounds good. So while he's looking, Lucas said you, Lucas, you said you might be able to app Adam Schefter us a little bit here on the league and some of the uh, happenings. Yes. Yeah, so I want to be careful here not to uh, uh, delve into the area of collusion because um, I don't want to get called out on that here. Um, so without naming names, uh, <laughs> I, I am po- privy to a possible upcoming trade in there. Um, let's just say there is an individual out there who listens to this podcast uh, who I think is uh, jonesing for a certain player on somebody else's team, uh, who also l- listens to this podcast and who reached out to me uh, for advice on on said trade proposals. So um, there was uh, I, I was I was quite honest and upfront with the individual, saying 
which uh, sort of trade proposals I would veto, not as league manager, but as a member of the league that I would say no to because I didn't feel were appropriately fair and uh, and had them tweak their re- response proposal back. But I don't know. We could we could have a trade on the table in the next day or two. All right. I mean, that was remarkably vague, but it's good to know that something could be happening. I was just- all right, I think Alex has his notebook, so let's let's find out Lucas's uh, spirit quarterback. Did you listen to it last week, Lucas? I did, and uh, I would just like to say that uh, one day after um, gut surgery, uh, listening to that podcast uh, and trying my best not to laugh uh, did not work, um, and it hurt a little, but it was really worth it. Oh, did Kelly listen to it? Do you want to hop in? uh she did she did listen to it uh she's not available <laughs> at the moment though so. all right okay okay i just wanted to be just wanted to be kind you know yes uh, okay all right lucas best ice cream flavor vanilla chocolate Neop- okay i'm not giving you a lie that wasn't even a real question i didn't even i didn't even count the answer for that one so number two that was that was just a control question to get you guys in the headspace you know what i'm saying all right question for you lucas all right you just got a new job and you're kind of up for a promotion because you've been doing such a great job. He invites you to a Christmas party and it has a bunch of friends, family and such, such and so forth. And a bunch of few other coworkers. You just let out the biggest fart, the wettest sounding one that you've ever made in your entire life. As you're sitting down in the living room of this party, what do you do? A poop your pants and pretend to pass out until an ambulance arrives so they can drive you home. B you're always prepared. So you pull out a whoopee cushion out of your back pocket joke around saying who put this here c stand up and walk out without saying anything and quit your job without putting in a two weeks notice or d look around the room for the weakest person and pass the blame to them so so you need to answer these based on uh not necessarily the one that you would love to want to do but the one that you feel your personality fits more the most right it's it's, yeah. it's BuzzFeed. It's BuzzFeed, Lucas. I don't know the rules. You just got to do it. You just got to be you. you know? Oh, okay. Well, I am always prepared, and so I'm going to whip out that whoopee cushion and and uh, blame it on that. Ooh, different than, different than Cam and Steve. Okay, here we go. Ke- Kelly is right. actually available now, so I'd like to hear her answer on this one. Okay, Kelly, what, do you, what would you do? I'd blame it on somebody else. Nice. Look around the room for the weakest person. Okay. So Cam and Steve did. All right. After years of Jedi training and war, you finally capture Count Dooku. You have your lightsabers against his neck, and the Chancellor says, do it. Do you A, do it, B, don't do it, or C, cut his head off? So I had a quick question on this one because, and I think Cam mentioned this too, doing it and cutting his head off are the same thing because doing it is cutting his head off. So I was confused on that one. Is that, is that your answer? No, is my it- answer is do it. Do it. Do it. All right. Kelly. I would not do it. Kelly would not do it. Okay. Kelly would not do it. I just lust for power. Four was dogs or cats. That was also another control question. I'm not going to waste your time with that one. But fun fact about dogs or cats. What do you you all think? Oh, dogs for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Five. In the hit TV show Lost during the first season, most everyone had the theory that they were all in purgatory. Do you think that the directors, A, had a grand master plan, or B, 
filled each episode with nonsense because they were mad at us for guessing it so fast. Uh, B, they had no master plan at all for that show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kelly? No, I'll say that they had a master plan. I like to believe they knew what they were doing. Kelly like, likes to. It was a good show. Kelly likes to believe. All right. <laughs> How many hostess snacks have you eaten in your life? A, one or more. B, five or more. C, more than 10. Or D, no, I, I did that wrong. A, one to three, two, three to five, three, six to 10, or four, I've lost count. Oh, I've I've lost count. That was my yep. after school snack all throughout middle school. Yep, yep. In my yeah. life, not recently. Yeah. Just... yeah. I don't know, probably probably lost count. I'm yeah. sure I ate when I was younger. Certainly not. Well, recent. The whole point of that question is to see if you tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody's Number eaten one to ten. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That was the point. Number seven. Friedrich Nietzsche once said, when you stare into the abyss, the abyss stares back into you. What does the abyss see? A, inner demons. B, another abyss which looks sassily back. C, bats. Or D, NASCAR. It still hurts to laugh, so thank you very much for this. You're welcome. Um, I'm going to say inner demons. Okay. Uh, the the other abyss that Sassily looks back. <laughs> okay. All right. Last question. A talking snake you found in a volcano grants you one wish. What do you wish for? A, the ability to out pizza the hut. <laughs> Two, world peace. Or C, you wish to know why there's a talking snake in a volcano. <laughs> this was the point where I almost like ripped open my incisions. So thank you for that one. I, out pizza the hut for sure. Okay. Kelly? World peace. Okay. <laughs> well, nice. Kelly, I, already, I, I don't have to tabulate yours because, Kelly, you got all the exact same answers that Steve did. So you are <laughs> as well, Andrew Luck. <laughs> There you go. Let me tabulate Lucas is here. You all can talk for a minute here. Yeah, I I wanted to go for some different answers too. I want to know I'm who else. I was like Kirk Cousins or you know Dan Orlovsky. Oh, if Dan Orlovsky's on this test, I mean we've gone next level. Hmm. I can't believe this game. The Panthers only up seven nothing, and we're almost at halftime. So unless, I mean, DJ Moore is having the game, but not a whole lot of happiness elsewhere. Yeah, that he is. He had 100 yards at, with 12 minutes to go in the second quarter. All right, well, Alex is tabulating. All right, I'm already done, actually. Oh, All great, right. go. All right. Uh, Lucas, you actually were pretty close to, like, Steve's answers, but, like, from what answers you gave, it showed more professionalism and preparedness, such as when you said you'd bring the whoopee cushion. You actually got Peyton Manning. Yes. There you go. Nice. I'll take it. Lucas is the general. That does make sense as the the custodian of the league. There you are. I see. I could see him running draft simulations the night before to prepare us. <laughs> and that was Alex's one for one part due. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. We'll just have everybody on the league as a guest to kind of see who all we can get tied in there. I don't know. I might make another one if the AI thing doesn't work out. We'll see what happens. All right. Well, far less exciting, but to keep the show going, we are going to go to uh, 10 for 10 this week. So if you guys are ready, here we go. 
Number one, we're going to start with three truths and a lie. Three truths and a lie. Last week, I focused on 10 win teams in our league history. I'm going to do the opposite this week and talk about 10 loss teams in our league's history. Same thing. So it's My three, time to 11, 1 and 12, or anything that's gets you 10 losses. So three truths and a lie. Which, which of the following is not true? Prior to former league mate who, I'm trying to think of like the worst name I can call Gordy and not get sued. So just know that's what I want to do here. Gordy went 1-12 and 12 in both of his last years for a 2-24 and 24 record in his last two years before quitting. Two, 10 times in our league history, a team has lost 10 or more games. And for context, it was 13 times that a team has won 10 or more games. Tim has two occasions of two seasons of losing 10 plus games. Four, the only active member of the league with a 10 loss season is Alex. (laughs) Well, that can't be true. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That almost sounds like there's no way that's true. And that's probably the one. Um, But no, I'm going to go with uh, Tim, the Tim one. Year of overconfidence. There's no way I'm the only one with 10 losses, baby. I'm too good. The year of overconfidence delivers again. Hey. <laughs> there were, in fact, 10 times the team has lost 10-plus games. Bonus fact, um, in Gordy's 11 years in the league, he had four 10-loss seasons and one where he went 3-9-1. and one. Mm-hmm. Tim did lose 10, 10 games three times, going 3-10 and 10 once and actually 1-12 one season. Oof. There are two active members of the league who have 10 lost seasons. Alex is one of them. Do you care to take a guess as to who the other one is? I need. I have to apologize because I feel we've been picking on him a lot lately, but I'm going to say Matt. Jason. Bobby. Oh, Bobby. Whoa. That was my yeah. third guess. Your third guess. <laughs> Good mm-hmm. to know. Yeah, that guess was in my top top ten. Nice. Again, because there's ten teams. <laughs> yeah, I'm to figure that out. Luke is over here with the jokes. All right, two. <laughs> two weeks into the season, Ezekiel Elliott has touched the ball 31 times for the Dallas Cowboys. He has 23 has touched the ball 23 times for the Cowboys. Pollard is averaging 7.7 yards per carry. Zeke is averaging 3.9. Two-week anomaly, or are we officially in a timeshare, gentlemen? Boy, I'm going to take this a step further and say I'm concerned about Zeke at this point. Um, I I certainly, if I was a betting man, would bet that he is not going to put up top 10 numbers, and he was a first-round pick this year, so he is not going to get a return on investment this year for, uh, was it Cam, correct? Cam drafted him? Yep. Yeah, I, I I would be extremely worried about Zeke at this point, um, especially with Pollard uh, in there, uh, it, it kind of in the timeshare. Uh, um, but with his injuries and, and stuff that he went through last year, um, and I've been listening and hearing some things, too. I, I, I just don't think we're going to see the Zeke of old anymore. Um, could be wrong, but that that's the way I'm leaning. I'm very worried. Before I give it to Alex, I think something that supports your argument is, I forget the numbers, but uh, Pollard is also catching the ball more often than Zeke is, too. So that, that's a Ouch. vital being the third down back. 
Yeah, it's bad in our league. I'm one game away from calling it like a timeshare. Like, I think this is like the last week to really prove this. He's got the primary back that's going to change the game, you know, for the team. That's Um, true. It's close, though. To to have, even after three weeks, come to that conclusion, that still seems like really fast, but from the way it's been going, I can't really see another way. What team will go? All right. Three. Fall on the sword when you're wrong. So my preaching about Derrick Henry, uh, I'm getting out before the wheels fall off. I am at least a year early on that one. Um, Incredible game last week, not just the 180 yards rushing, but also three touchdowns. On top of that, six catches. And that was the knock I had on him as well when we talked last week, the fact that he doesn't catch the ball with the 2,000-yard rushing season and 17 touchdowns. He was still only running back six, but now he's on pace for 72 catches this year. If this holds up, does he now become the best running back in football, fantasy football? Uh, He was already in that conversation before this year um, as the best back in fantasy football. I believe he wasn't even number one in our league last year, wasn't he? No, uh, he was like six or seven. It's the not catching the ball that's constant was his downfall. Uh, Okay. Um, that being said, I can't even name their, the second running back in Tennessee. I I don't even know who that is. Um, and that's usually, you know, a good sign if you have the, the starter, right? Cause they, they're the one that they feed. Um, yeah, you know, kudos to you for, for falling on that sword. I thought that was the very obvious franchise pick for Bobby. Uh, I thought it was a very good pick. I thought it was going to pay off for him again. And here he goes again. Absolutely. All right. Alex. Uh, I was just going to say, he's kind of different from the other running backs that I paid attention to that were like supposed to be first round draft picks. Like when you watch him play, you could just see that he's dominant compared to like other guys, they'll have good plays, but a lot of it's like big open plays and like big rushes. But when you watch him, he's just insane. So like I kind of figured he was going to be good coming into the next year. And I think the other part, like everything you guys are saying is correct, but like, the thing that is so weird about watching Tennessee play, like they do something I don't see any other team do. Like repeatedly, they'll be down 21 points like they were this past week in the third quarter. They don't deviate from the game plan. They're still going to run. They're still going to run and they're going to trust the defense to do something and just kill clock. It's like, it's just such an odd coaching philosophy, but clearly it works. They've been to the playoffs the last two years. I think they got to the conference title game one of those years. So, Kudos to them, and uh, that just further supports the uh, case that, uh, barring injury, roll tide. All right. <laughs> Number four, Carly is 0-2. I'm very clear to say here that I don't think it's time to panic. 0-2 is no big deal. But if it gets much worse, would you, if this was your team, ever get to the point where you would contemplate trading Kyler for two good players to improve your depth situation? Who's your backup QB? Uh, Herbert. That's part of the rationale for the question. Mm, I don't know. Kyler's just doing so well. What rank is he in the league? He's number one right now. I was gonna say no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. I believe in her. She's just had two bad weeks. She's come back. Okay, so stay the it's course. Kind of that, it's it's kind of that thing with Matt, you know. Like, I figure this is what her second year with Kyler Murray. She probably has to like Kyler Murray at that point where it's like you have those people that you like and you don't want to get rid of them. Lucas probably has more inside information than I do. Yeah. yeah. I have to keep Kyler Murray. Does she, is she a big fan of Kyler Murray? 
Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, she, you know how well she did last year. It was her first year of fantasy football, first year really following more NFL teams and more players, you know, than, than your casual Lions fan, but loving the sport. Um, getting to know the players in the league, right? Like, it's like if I were to start with fantasy basketball or something, right? You know, um, I don't know the players in the league. I don't know who's good. I'm going to draft chalk. Uh, she did that. Uh, her players didn't get injured. Uh, she did really well. So obviously, yeah, I mean, she she's still yelling at me for drafting DeAndre Hopkins. So she's <laughs> going to grab her boys from last year. Yeah. Hey, you, you like the people you like. You don't want to get rid of those people just for, you know, unknowns. I, I, I was a huge Adrian Peterson fan for his career just because of fantasy football. And if I had him on my team, I wouldn't trade him. And I bet she's the same way. Let's move from the uh, abstract to the concrete here, because it is kind of yeah. a wide open question. Abstract to concrete, I get, I understand what you're saying. It would probably be smart to better two other positions and make your quarterback, especially in a league where quarterbacks are very, um, the top like 15 minus like a couple are kind of like all up there together. I feel like. So it so wouldn't be a bad you, idea to like lower the quarterback ranking and trade it. I, I would also like to interject here, Steve, because, uh, since you brought it up, I feel like I, I, I can give you a little more Adam Schefter insight here. And the fact that one of the two teams was Carly, but it involved her backup quarterback, not her starting quarterback. In oh, seven, I'm three. aware of that trade. That thing's dead in the water. Yeah. So um, that was my advice to her, right, is, yeah, um, and that's what I was looking for myself. You've got your starter. She's got a really good, capable backup that she needs for one week. Uh, she's got trade bait. Um, so if she wants to bolster her other positions, which she does, um, she's got somebody she can dangle out there for um, a decent enough player. And, uh, yeah, it's always it's nice to have a good backup quarterback in case of injury, but at some point you got to play for the now. But at 0-2, it's not the time to play for the now. Yeah, now's not the time to to execute on a Kyler Murray trade uh, in week two, for sure. Now, let's talk hold about... On, just a hold on, let me, let me poke that to you real quick. If I reached out to Carly and I said, Tom Brady and Cooper Cup for uh, Kyler Murray. Oh my God, I would tell her to jump on that and take them away from you in a heartbeat, yes. Even with... Okay, so if the trade is there, take it, but don't need to kind of force an issue right now. Correct. She doesn't need to initiate the trade yet. Uh, if other people want to make moves, um, I'm sure she'd be uh, open to listen to offers. Um, yeah, but I don't think Kyler Murray moves yet. It's way too early. Yeah. You think Alvin Kamara could be some of the trade? That could be another option. The problem is I'm not sure offhand, and I can look really quick as I try to fill time and, and load her team roster page. Uh, her other running backs, um, James Connor and uh, the kid in Oakland who's hurt right now. Yeah, she dropped James, James Connor, James Robinson, Josh Jacobs, oh, that's what I meant. and Leonard Fournette are her running backs. So you get rid of Kamara, you better be getting a, a good running back as part of that deal. Well, Kamara's not doing well either this year so far. So if, if you know if she does the J strategy, she would you know bench him already and try to shop him around right while he still has some value yeah if he's if you know if she's afraid he's not going to come back to the forefront you know what i mean yep Yep. all right alex j dot allen 
Your quarterback, 17. Any uh, concerns? No. He played two good teams the first two weeks because it was, it was Pittsburgh and uh, the Ravens. What was that? Oh, my God. I'm drawing a blank. I forget who J. Allen played in week two. They played the Dolphins. Okay. Okay, never mind. I'm worried. Uh, <laughs> I mean... Luckily, I'm not, like, worried about my overall team because, like, I had to keep somebody on my team from last year, and he was literally the only option. So I'm not, like, upset about having him, and I think he could come back. It's just the first two weeks. However, it was against the Dolphins. Who does he play next week? Redskins. I guess against, Red, against the, fo- the football team. Um, oh, sorry. We'll see how yeah. he does then. Because, well, oh, yeah, he, did, he went 17 for 33 against the Dolphins passing. That's not good. Yeah, I spent the offseason talking about uh, Diggs maybe had a career year. Maybe J. Allen did. But, uh, yeah, 15 after two weeks, not the end of the world. Yeah, not the end of the world, but still not good. I mean, hey, Kelly's over there with Aaron Rodgers. Got eight points, and then, you know, he went off this week. So maybe it's just the same thing. We'll see. <laughs> good point. We'll see. And honestly, he's, it's our least format. I don't think Trevor Lawrence will be a bad quarterback at the end of the year if you, if you have to. I think that uh, with those half point completions, it will really uh, help him out. So yeah, mm-hmm. Lucas, would you be worried if you were Alex, or do you think this is just two games will be fine? Um, I'm going to sound like a broken record. It's week two. <laughs> yeah. Although I did say I was worried about Zeke, so so maybe I'm not a broken record. No, I'm not worried about Allen yet. Um, even Mahomes had a bad week or two last season. Right. Okay. So it happens in week two instead of week eight. Big deal. Um, I wouldn't be concerned at all yet. Okay. Solid. So every once in a while, next one, item five, I think. So every once in a while, Lucas, I'm just curious and I throw an idea uh, for a potential rule change out to the league and just kind of see what the thoughts would be. So not passionate about it, just like to pick your brain. Um, It's something that happens in one of my dynasty leagues that uh, has been pretty interesting. So you basically have two matchups every week. You play your singular opponent just like you do in a normal league, and you get a win or loss based on how you do. Then, um, once the week is finished, they determine the median score. For those of you who don't love math as much as I do, that's basically the uh, what's the average was between the fifth and sixth highest scoring uh, team. So every week, five teams will be above the median, five teams will be below the median. And if you're above it, you get a second win, and if you are below it, you get a loss. So... The advantage is that it helps offset some of the things that can happen if you have the third or fourth highest scoring week and you still lose the game. Yeah, I'm not in love with it. Um, I, I, I understand what it's trying to accomplish, um, and it softens the blow a bit um, of, you know, if you're third highest score of the week and you play the first highest score of the week, you get a loss. Um, I think we've all been there, or, or at least most of us have been there at, at least um, at some point during some season in the past where we missed the playoffs, but we had a really awesome good team um, because we had a lot of games like that, right? Or a lot of really close losses where you lose by a point or two or things like that. Um, it's To me, it feels too much of softening that blow and um, to me, that's what a lot of what fantasy football is. It, it's it's those heartbreaking losses, right? We we talk about it on our text thread a lot too. 
different ways of losing. Um, holy crap, you know, that defense scored 22 points on me this week, and I lost because the Bills scored 22 points on defense. <laughs> or right? Now, I didn't lose directly because of that, right? But um, there's there's different ways to lose, and it, it just adds to the intrigue and messes with your head and allows tinker-stinker time and all of that fun stuff. And um, as maddening as that can be when you're on the losing side, I think um, that would remove too much of the fun uh, of of preparing your team for the week. I can understand that. And it all typically, typically sorts itself out in the end. There are a couple of times a bad season will kind of just, you know, dumb luck will win the day. But, yeah, I get where you're going. But I will say, as the guy who just lost McCaffrey, like, you know, you want the universe to be right, not to deal you bad, sad, terrible fate. That's that's the game, man. Uh, at least you didn't lose him in the preseason, right? Oh, good lord! All right, Alex, what do you think of median scoring? I'm not a fan. I think it it, it just makes teams that are behind at the beginning way more difficult for them to come back because it just gives them more losses. So, like, if you don't, if you have a bad draft and other two players, teams just seem to have all the team players. Like, what are you gonna do? So you just lose. Oh, so you're you know getting I mean? a lot of 0-2s in the beginning, so then it's even harder to rally. Even when you when you pull a come-from-behind win, you still get a second loss. So it's like, why even try? So I think it would stop people from putting in a lot of effort because it's like, if, once you're behind, you're behind. Okay. That's a mm-hmm. very strong point. I didn't think about that. So like me last year when I was like a game out or something like that and my team was garbage, or was it two years ago? I was still trying to get back in because, you know, I could still win and maybe get a couple of lucky wins in the playoffs. But if it was that situation, I'd be like, nah, there's no point. All right. I'm going to do a little over-under. You guys are familiar uh, how this works? Over-under? Thumbs up, yes, thumbs sir. down? All right. Yes. Lucas is in. Alex? Yep. Okay. Over-under. Three and a half teams will be in the top spot for at least one week in the power rankings before the season is over. Uh, over. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go over. Uh-oh. Are you telling me I'm still number one this week? I shouldn't be. Because, see, that's what I'm saying is that I believe there's a change at the top this week, and so therefore that's two already. We will have a follow-up conversation from my perspective, but you're going over. Alex, you went over as well? hmm Same thing, uh, opposite end of the ladder. Over under three and a half teams to spend at least one week in the bottom spot. I'll say under on that one. Usually somebody gets really bad at some point and is just in the basement the rest of the year. Alex, what do you think? What do I think of the over? Oh, God. What? I said over. You said over three and a half teams will be at the bottom of the uh, 10th place. Yeah, I was agreeing with Lucas when he said I think it would be over. Okay, my bad. Or above, yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you heard me. Nope. Lucas went under on the three and a half, though. So are you also going under on that as well? Uh Oh. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna no, no, I'm gonna gonna say above. I'm gonna stay with it. Overconfidence, we're going big. Lucas, are you keeping the graph like you did last year? 
I am. I was just updating the uh, chart from uh, last week's podcast as I wrote it down on my phone while I was in the hospital. So I had made sure I had uh, the rankings. Yeah, I will be curious. I for, uh, After we go through this week's rankings, how many teams will have uh, taken terms in the bottom spot? All right. Guys, I need some advice on my Dynasty football team. Yes. Familiar with how Dynasty football is different than what we do? You keep everybody, right? Yes. You keep everybody, and the only changes to your rosters are that you draft the players when they come out in the NFL draft, and you draft in just like the NFL does. Worst team first every round. It's not snake-like. Red. Red. Lucas, you look like you had a thought. Did I lose you there? No. I was just saying yes is because I'm very intrigued by that format. I'd love to do one at, at some point. Well, if you are serious about that, we'll we'll look into the off season. But for now, we'll talk about this. So I'm in two. Um, one, I actually really like my team, but we're not talking about that. The second one I did with my oldest. Um, and I, I built the team to be really good next year at the cost of being terrible this year. So the short version of how we got there is that um, I went wide receiver in the first three rounds. So my dyna- I have an excellent wide receiver core in Dynasty, DK Metcalf, Justin Jefferson, and C.D. Lamb. Ooh. Um, the problem is that, and we're going to get into it, there isn't much else there right now, but what's going to happen next year that is going to be really good potentially is, um, it's a two quarterback league and the two quarterbacks I should be able to insert next year that I cannot this year are Trey Lance and Deshaun Watson. So that should set me up for a decade. In this scenario, we're going to assume Deshaun Watson doesn't do jail time. Yeah, that's a big F, but okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. And I I could be wrong, but I think Trey Lance is going to be awesome. But anyway, so I'm excited about that possibility. I've also got two first-round draft picks. I'll have mine and another pick that I traded away, so I should be good. And then I've got, I don't know if they will or won't be anything, but Michael Carter of the Jets and Travis Etienne of the Jaguars, so some potential. Or I can draft running backs with my two first-round picks. So we're set up well for next year. But this year, an odd thing has happened. Like. I've become slightly more competitive than I thought, whether I would be bad enough to be the 10th team, like the Gordy of this league. So um, Derek Carr has wound up being really, really good. That could fade, but at least of now. And James Robinson has moved into a full-time starter role. Again, I know he's not excellent, but he's enough to at least not be the worst team in the league. So my question is, do I lean into the tank job and – stick with the mission and just be bad this year? Or do you take every chance you can to win a championship and roll the dice and try to be better? But that costs me a better draft pick. If I, you know, wind up seventh in the league, don't make the playoffs and I'm now drafting fourth in the draft next year. Yeah. So it's, it's already week two and you're trying to tank for Tua. Is that what you're yes. doing? Yes. Oh, Steve, that's not how you play the game. You go in with the mentality that you were going to win every week. That is my opinion there whatsoever. You need to believe in yourself. You need to, you need to, you're putting those boys out there to lose. Come on, Steve. What you doing? <laughs> all right. So Alex, the, Alex is all in on you go and you go hard in the paint. Lucas. You're, you don't have a good enough team to win this year. You, so you're going to go hard for nothing. You're not going to win. So don't mortgage this year, especially in a dynasty league. I would say you take James Robinson and you sell as high as you can right now to get the potential uh, to hit on in, in next year's. Because James Robinson was great last year, but even as 
uh, number one this year. I, I just don't see him repeating it. You you need to sell him based on last year quickly and get what you can. As well, hold on, I'm say, I agree with now. your I agree with your premise to trade James Robinson, but I don't think now is the the sell high time. I think he needs a couple of better weeks than he's had um, these first two weeks because Urban refuses to not let him in a timeshare with Carlos Hyde. Right, and that's what I'm saying. I don't think those good weeks are coming. I think you try to sell high based on what he did last year. All right. Be, be, mm-hmm. Sell based on the promise of the fact that he's a number one, but he's in a college coach's offense who I just heard today the craziest quote from, oh, who did Jacksonville play last week? What team? Uh, Denver? Denver? Yeah, Denver. Denver's coach. Um Not Arians, that's Tampa Bay. Who's Denver's coach? Vic Fangio. Thank you. He said, and I quote, that when he was talking with Urban Meyer last week, Urban made a comment to him of, boy, coaching in the NFL is like playing Alabama every week. (laughs) And you can just tell on Fangio's face, he's just like, dude, you didn't realize that? Like... You're with the big boys now. Like, yes, you are. And then, of course, the the pundits and stuff say, yeah, and you're St. Cloud State. Like, you're you're the one that's getting picked on every week, right? So that tells me <laughs> right there. And I know Cam is not a fan of Urban at, at either. But that tells me right there, the dude is in way over his head. He's gone as soon as, as there's a good college coaching job up, just like Saban did. And you're right. He he doesn't know how to coach here. I I don't trust him with any players on those team right now. So sell. All right, everybody. So that's to all the millions of kids that come out and listen to our podcast out there that got a D on their math class test and did the worst out of everybody in their class. You just give up and you think about next year. That's good advice, Lucas. You keep passing that forward. Yeah, because fantasy football dynasty equates into real life uh situations absolutely yeah steven it does <laughs> well that's true <laughs> steve steve's that little 10 year old in math class getting d in algebra and you're just like don't worry geometry's probably more your speed <laughs> get him next year steve yeah <laughs> all right so that leads us into the next question lucas as the commissioner what would you do if a team was doing a subtle tank job in terms of, uh, let's say we had the last week of the season, um, maybe Bobby's in a spot where like, hey, if I lose this week to this team, that actually puts me in a better position. He would, I don't want to get into logistics, but we know that that can happen from time to time. So Bobby doesn't do a full-on tank. Like he doesn't not start players. But if he were to like, um, he were to bench Derrick Henry and put somebody else in when there was no reason to do it, to bench Stefan Diggs when he was healthy. Would you intervene as the commissioner, or would you say as long as it's a functional lineup, I'm not going to touch it? Uh, yes, I would have to default to uh, be there. Um, as long as it is a functional lineup um, and fits the rules that the league has agreed on and set in place, I don't feel it's my place to um, uh, to. Uh, I'm not going to go there. I don't feel it's my place to to step in and say no. Um, I think we had something very, very similar or or, or somewhat similar one year. Um, In fact, I believe it was with Gordy where we thought he was just throwing in the worst lineup possible. 
and like what is he doing and you know do I need to step in because that's not fair to the people who are fighting for a playoff spot and I remember talking to him and um I forget he either changed it in time or I remember talking to him and he said the reason why and it was actually a valid reason or something like that so I didn't have to actually get into the ethics of the thing but uh no, I would default towards if there's no rule to enforce, I'm not going to enforce my own power on on it. Yeah, because it would get tricky. Like if this was week 17 and I said, Lucas, I'm not playing Christian McCaffrey because I have terrible luck on Thursday Night Football and you reamed me out. And I'd be like, dude, just got five fucking points. Yeah, I was right. <laughs> yeah, but there's absolutely no way, Nosferatu, that you could have uh, – uh, predicted that he would go down with a hamstring injury if i said god doesn't let me have nice things on thursday night football i feel that covers it okay if lightning struck your house on a thursday night then you'd have an argument but no i sort of got a flight and never hits this house i'm calling you even if it's three in the morning i get your point um so, so yes, if, if anybody has any thoughts of tanking out there, make sure it's so subtle that nobody notices, please. What if we're so bad? Never mind. Don't worry. A year of overconfidence. Matt Bryant off of the free agency. And even though he's not on a team and start him in my starting lineup against Steve, just so I can prove to him that young way Koo can never beat the greatness that was Matt Bryant and flex on him. <laughs> I am letting you tell me no. <laughs> hey, if it's for the five-six matchup in the playoffs, you go right ahead because that means absolutely nothing. <laughs> Sorry, Thanks. not the five-six seeding, but the actual five-six uh, final playoff game. Got you, got you, got you. All right, we're going to we're going a little long here. So for the tenth one, just uh, it's a one through ten scale. So just give me your answer real quick. Um, not week two, so maybe this doesn't pull anything for you. But anyway, one through ten, just how surprised are you that these things are happening right now? One, not surprised at all. Ten, this is pretty surprising. Derek Carr, currently quarterback four. Surprise. Oh, seven. Ten is surprising, right? Most surprising, yep. Seven. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Alex. I'll go with seven, too. Nice. Justin Herbert, currently quarterback 15. One. Four. Alvin Kamal, currently running back 25. Uh, Six. Seven. DK Metcalf, currently wide receiver 37. Eight. Yeah. It's usually every other game with those guys, him and Lockett, and Lockett has stolen the show the first two weeks, which is surprising. Oh, boy. Clyde, currently running back... 47. 1.5? Can I go can I say 0.5? I hated I hated that I had to pick him. I I said this before and this is exactly why. Isn't the guy that you said I should have picked? Two. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is the guy. Remember two weeks ago we were in this uh-huh. podcast? Yep. And he was like, you should have picked Clyde Edwards Lair. That's another sword you can fall on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not as I'm I'm maybe the less concerned of us, but I can't blame either of you guys for having some feelings about that. Yeah, I 
I didn't realize this because we're in opposite positions. In the I have McCaffrey in this league, you have CEH, and it's the opposite in our other league. So yep. we live in the same life with running backs. That's the All life. Right. We are going to move to ten for ten. You mean the power jankings? The power jankings. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't we do ten for ten? Correct. All right. All right. So the reset where we were last week. Kelly was 10, Matt 9, Bobby 8, Carly 7, Derek 6, Cam 5, Jay 4, Alex 3, I was 2, Lucas, you were 1. All right, we're, so. Were being the operative word, yes. Okay. Okay. Um, and just kind of a quick reminder for how things went last week. Um, I beat Cam. Kelly got off the schneid by beating her sister. Bobby put a beating down on Matt. Alex, you took down Jason. And Lucas came up a little bit short against Derek and probably the upset of the week. So where are we at, guys? Who is 10? Carly. <laughs> um... Oh, this would be this would be tough if it's true, but I'm gonna go Matt. You both missed. Kelly? You can't oh my god. Cam, you and I were both sighing right now. This just absolutely makes no sense. Is it I still said Kelly? That's accurate? Is it still Kelly? Was ten stays ten. Come on! <laughs> See, I hold a grudge, Kelly. She I'm still won. smarting over that 2019 championship loss. Oh, she won. With 136 yep. points, she won. Indeed she did. This is a factual statement. She is not one of the two 0-2 teams in the league. Yeah, <laughs> but she's still number 10. She is number 10. Don't worry, you. Don't worry Kelly. I should be number one, too. This list is rigged. <laughs> Maybe you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I swear you change up the formula week by week. I can never nail it down. Hey, you you nailed it last year, so you have learned this. You you're getting there. I'm gonna like open a closet in his house one day, and I'm just gonna see a dartboard with dartboard and like darts labeled one through ten with our names on it. Yes. And I'm just gonna go. Oh. <laughs> you seriously, it? if uh, if this league is still running when I die, Alex, you're gonna just uh, you're gonna really uncover some treasures when you uh, have to clean out my basement. Yep, I'm going to look at so many fantasy football statistics sheets, and I'm going to try to figure them out. That's what I'm going to do. That's, <laughs> that's my style. So the only thing I can figure out is that even though she won, she did have one of the lowest scores this week. So my guess is that um, that has something to do with it. But well, I think overall she has the least amount of points scored as it made as a team, I think. Yeah, she has the lowest amount of points for as a team has is 237. Never mind. She was the fourth highest score last week. It still doesn't make any sense. Mm. Defend my honor. I defend your honor. I will. Here we go. Kelly has a team. Hey, neither of us picked Kelly at 10. Yeah. That, that team is called the Bad Batch. So Aaron Rodgers came back. We all knew Aaron Rodgers was coming back. They played the Lions. Uh, still nice to see because if we're talking about tanking, 
Yeah, I had to kind of question it after his uh, week one uh, performance there, wondering if he was just pissed at Green Bay too much. But, um, yes. Um, receivers doing well. Um, just made a slight bad call on DJ Moore on the bench, but it really didn't hurt her. Obviously, she got the win. Um, I think she's uh, starting off strong here Thursday night, as I keep seeing uh, Cooks getting passed to. And uh, more getting more catches here, so she could have a good start here this week yet. Um, but yeah, you know, it's uh, need need one of those running backs to hit. But gosh, are we all that close? I I just don't see I don't see her staying at ten for long. Has she been the only team that's ten, been ten so far? Was she the preseason? Yes. Okay. That was one one observation I was going to mention is preseason in week one, one, two, and nine, ten have been the same. Oh, hey now. Makes me feel good about the rankings. <laughs> You're the only one. Understood. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've lived that life. I didn't realize until now, like, she's sending four of her players right now. So, yep. this would be my. All right, nine. Sorry. All right, you've you've thrown me for a loop, so I'm just gonna try to think as Steve, and I'll say Matt. Was nine stays nine. Matthew, unfortunately, at an zero and two record, uh, is the ninth team. I felt terrible for him. I mean, what terrible luck last week. I was texting him like early out throughout the day, and I was like, "Hey, congratulations, you're looking good for today." And you know, projection wise, he was a seventy thirty favorite, so take it for what it's worth. But he was in good shape, but. Then he had to play Aaron Jones and Derrick Henry in one week, and seven touchdowns just obliterated him. Yeah, that's that was my comment earlier when I said uh, when I picked Matt as ten, because um, I was like, boy, that'd be so unfair for him because he had a great week last week. Um, he just ran into the juggernaut of the number one scoring team that week. Um, and that is the second week in a row. That's true. That is very true. If, if you like go last week, yeah. Uh, if, you, if you go, yeah, if you go to the, if you go to the standings and hit points against, ninth is Bobby with three hundred nine, and in last place is Matt with three hundred seventy eight. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seventy points differential after two weeks. Yeah, I, I, it's it's just bad luck at this point. Um, uh, yeah, I, I feel bad. Ho- hopefully he can get off the schneid soon. It's it's only Thursday, so a lot can change, but Dalvin Cook did not practice Wednesday or Thursday, so I know that's not unusual for him, but it's certainly not a good sign when your best player isn't practicing the first two days of the week, so hopefully that turns around for him. And he's uh, got a bright spot in TJ Hawkinson having a nice start to the year. He's a, he's a fine kind of wide receiver tight end or flex spot. Yeah, um, I I thought it was a great pick. Um, a lot of people wanted him, and it's shown to pay off pretty well. Also, and, Marvin Jones having a pretty okay season so far. Just gonna say. Yeah, wide receiver eighteen. He was drafted like yeah. as the twelfth wide receiver off the board. That's if that's a fine return on value. Yeah. And we haven't seen the best of Calvin Ridley, so I don't. Who's he playing? Oh, he's playing Kelly this week. So somebody is going to kind of get some forward momentum. Yeah, that's, oh boy. Uh, it's yeah. Kelly's turn to score 200 points. 
All right. Who you guys think I got at eight? Carrie. No freaking clue. I just don't know. I'm just. Um, Carlos. You're, you're just going to say Carly every time now, aren't you? I'm I'm trying to see who did Bobby play last week. He played. Oh, he he played Matt. We were just talking about that with number one. Yeah, I'm gonna go Carly. Drops a spot from seven to eight. We have Carly, the other zero and two team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, that's that's not gonna be zero and two for long. Um, just well, you know, she it was unfortunate last week um, with Kelly. Um, now, granted, Alan Robinson did well for me last week or last week last year. He has not been doing too good um, this year. The whole Justin Fields Andy Dalton thing has definitely not benefited him at all. Um, so that's been kind of a a huge kind of loss for her. Um, Deontay Johnson as well. I was watching a bit of the, the Pittsburgh game last week. Now he did well, um, but he, I think he got hurt in that one. So we'll have to see how well he, he comes back with that. She's got another couple of receivers that are out as well, right? Curtis Samuel and Antonio Brown. Um, so she's a bit thin at receiver right now, unfortunately. And then she's rolling the dice on the James Robinson, right? Um, in that flex spot. So this seems like a hit or miss sort of team, right? She can she can put up 160 this week or she can put up 110. Um, we'll just have to see. But, you know, she's got the number one quarterback and in a quarterback heavy league like ours, that can certainly win you some games. I know what you mean when you say, like, she's not going to be owned to for long, and I think I'm generally with the sentiment, but I'm also going to um, say that, and I'm going to go by last week's Jenkins when I say this, this week she's playing the number three team in the league in Alex, and next week she's got the number one team in the league in you. So, I mean, the schedule's not doing her any favors going into, through the first four weeks. Yeah, I, I guess what I meant by that was, like, this doesn't feel like an 0-2 team to me. At some point, um, it'll, it'll, everything will come up carly and uh and, and things should even out but you're right that's um that's a two pretty tough matchups um you know not to toot my own horn here obviously i can have a bad week as well like i did <laughs> last week um but uh yeah that's going to be a bit of an uphill climb and, and to be in an owen four hole um that might be difficult she will be a big beneficiary of the extra week to the regular season to try to kind of dig out if something bad does happen Read. All right. Seven. I am going to say Derek. Bobby. Wrong and wrong. Is it? Are you going to say it's Cam? I think he is going to say it's Cam, but in essence of time, I'll pick somebody else. Uh, and I'll I'll say because these are the Jenkins and they make no sense. Uh, Derek fell a spot after beating the number one team in the league last last week. <laughs> um, was five false two spots to seven, Cameron. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. Derek, I, I thought it was Cam, but I just needed to say somebody different so we could get this thing going. No, it's uh, it's it's apparently Derek's new mortal enemy, Cam. <laughs> they were firing some shots. I think we got to try to get them on the show together. Oh. <laughs> uh... I, I don't know if Derek fully understands Cam yet. That that could be interesting. I don't know that I fully understand understand Cam yet. Nah. Is everybody I okay? I can also hear him sign at uh, his his landing at the number seven spots. Oh, absolutely, I can. I I can hear it from here. Um, I. I, it makes as much sense as, as the Jenkins, right? I, I mean, I don't know. Um, what, how did he do last week? Did he win? Uh, between pages here. I don't. Yeah, no problem. Cam is 1-1. One, one. I can't remember which way he did it. No, he lost last week. So the Jenkins do make some sense. Okay. And then um, he's. Okay. Oh, I beat him. Yeah. Oh, oh. And he had. Okay. And he did have low score of the week. So. Yeah, Steve, you are starting to make a little bit of sense there. Yeah. Uh, right? I, his highest score was Dak at 19.4 points. Ugh. I, it's just, yeah, it was a bad week. Um, I I still think he has a good team. Um, I'm I'm playing him this week. Um, that's never, that's not a good thing. I don't like, I don't like the lineup. The, Dallas is playing Philadelphia. Um, so Dak and, and Zeke could go off in that one. Um, but no, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm curious. I'm wondering at what point does he put in Stafford for Dak? Like Dak was a really good quarterback last year. Yeah. It's only been one week. He was well, he had really an amazing week, week the first week. Yeah. Yeah. And against Tampa Bay, he got 56 yeah. points against Tampa Bay. Yeah, it, it's going to take a lot uh, to to throw Stafford in there, I think. But uh, he made some uh, waiver moves as well, uh, picking up uh, Rondell Moore and Devin Singletary. Um, I thought those were both good pickups. Um, I looked at Rondell Moore, um, but you know what? I didn't put a claim in it because he's a freaking Cardinal, and mm -hmm. therefore the Cardinals and Chiefs have this, the only two teams with the bye week of Week Twelve. Oh, sure. I couldn't pick up like a sixth player from those teams. I just could not do it. Um, so, uh, but I looked at Singletary as well. Um, you know, that's a timeshare, but that's a great bench player to have in there. So um, I think he made some good moves there. All right, Mr. Positive, Alex, give us, give us the kind words about Cam. I believe in his team. I think Dak Prescott's an amazing quarterback, but a lot of his points have to come from the Dallas Cowboys, basically. This is just Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott, and that's where a lot of his points are coming from. Sadly, Kenny Galladay isn't turning out to be what we thought he would be on a different team. Um, but I think Cam even said he wasn't happy about drafting him. Um, and I think it's just a bad week. He has Matt Stafford sitting on the bench, which is awesome. Uh, I think Cord isn't Cordell Patterson doing yeah, Cordell Patterson. They have him listed as a running back. Um, yes. He had a really good week last week, I thought. Yeah, yeah he he's the backup. He's a converted. He was a wide receiver, Lucas, but they converted him. He's the backup now. Well, I believe in Cam's team. I think he has a lot of promise. It's the same with Lucas. Like, if 
whoever plays Lucas when the uh, Chiefs don't play well, they win. You know, it's just kind of that. It's just a lot of points come from that offense, and sadly that they didn't really have that great of a game I guess last week. So, um, yeah. I think he's got it. Hopefully, Kenny Galladay actually picks it back up. So. I don't know why people think Kenny Galladay, what a definition of Kenny Galladay picking it up. He's His most receptions ever is 70, and he had one year where he popped 11 touchdowns. So I have just never gotten the he Kenny. getting hurt. So if you actually watched him, he did really well. But like last year, he played, I don't even know how many, he didn't even play that many games. But the thing is, is he's playing every game so far. He's just not performing like he used to per game. That's the thing. I've never thought like Kenny Galladay performed well per game anyway. I just I don't think I would ever have been happy to have him on my roster. But anyways, I, I accept being in the minority on that one. I just uh, eh, I, I'm, more, I'm more with you, Steve. And, and yes, it, Cam's Kenny Galladay pick for him was like my Edwards Alaire pick for me. It was it tasted bad when you made it, but you had to make it. Uh, Cam yeah. said so himself. And really, it. it Kenny Galladay has Daniel Jones throwing to him now, not Matt Stafford. Um, and he only had 70 catches yeah. and was a, a, a serviceable wide receiver with Matt Stafford. Um, I, I'm not surprised at all to see the numbers he's putting up right now. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Six. No, I'm sorry. Five, guys. No, no, six. Let's go sixth. Yeah, let's do six first. Let's do six. Um, Bob, Derek, Alex got this one. Was six stays six. Derek, uh, I apologize for Steve. I apologize for Steve. You have to do that a lot, Lucas. But what in particular yeah. about this moment? Well, because that was a good win for Derek last week, um, and I, I feel he should have at least gotten a bump up one uh, for for beating number one. But uh, you know. Okay. I don't. It's not the power Morkings. It's the power Jenkings. I would say he probably could have done better for himself, but you got. He's. Never mind. We'll talk. I don't want to give it away. Oh, you're um, gonna get into the secret sauce. Come on, say it. <laughs> um, I think Derek is right now. He's kind of in that no man's land that Jason and I were in last year. I think if you don't look at quarterback and look at the rest of his roster, he's probably one of the best in the league, but Ryan Tannehill and Joe Burrow are not excellent quarterbacks for our league format. So that is really hard to win when you have a quarterback who does not have that kind of upside as far as being in a high octane offense or having the wheels to run. So I can see why him trying to make a move for Justin Herbert is a good idea. Um, But I think if he's not willing to part for his core part with his core four of excellent players, that is going to be a hard thing to do. So especially the quarterback position, it happens once in a while, I'm guessing, but I don't see a scenario where like some quarterback who's not on a roster right now is going to be spectacular by the end of the year and can be picked up by the waiver wire. So I may be wrong, but he's going to have to win it in an unconventional way if he's going to make a run here. But the rest of the team is good. Uh, agreed. That Mike Williams, I texted you before the matchup. I was like, Mike Williams? Like, is is he, you know... Yep. My God, um, he's doing incredibly well this season. That was a great pickup. Um, Metcalf, we talked about this earlier, you know, it, that just seems like a matter of time to me before he is, you know, pumping out 15 to 20 point games. Um, he's He shouldn't stay silent for long. Yeah. Um, and, and Chubb is Chubb. Um, you're right. That, that, <laughs> Chubb is 
Chubb's a chub. Um, the core is really, really good. Um, yep. Yep. All right, guys. Uh, since I'm just taking me on a wild ride today, who is five? Um, Bobby. You know, I'm gonna say Bobby. Biggest mover of the week jumps from eight to five. Bobby. Boys. Heels at the high score last week. Yeah, well, well deserved. Uh, like you mentioned, uh, Aaron Jones and Travis Henry um, last week. Just <laughs> oh my! It, it was one of those. He didn't even need Aaron Jones to do what he did. Um, so for if that was me, I would have been yelling at him not to score and to save some for later. Right. Um, but still, it's it, it's still nice to see your players just have the ability to just roll one up on on teams. Um, yeah, 40. And then he, he had Lamar even had a, had a really <laughs> good game, too, on top of it. 44 points for Lamar. So, you know, those three players right there just did it, did it for him. Yeah, he, he goes flat in week one, but has a spectacular week two. Kind of serious, curious to see how this looks at the end of the year. Alex, so I'm Bobby. Uh, I'm pulling up his team right now. I just got distracted. I didn't know we could like put people up for trade availability. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh yeah, you can mark yeah, that. Stafford, right? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. All right. Um, see here i love his team i think derrick henry yeah i mean come on uh stefan diggs um that's what we're talking about with the uh, j dot earlier if he comes starts coming back Stefan might too and uh i mean lamar jackson plays the lions this week i think a lot of his points came from aaron jones just decimating the lions uh we'll see if he could do that again but um i he has a really good team so no, i don't know a lot about his backups uh, it's not, he doesn't really have a lot of depth there, but besides that, I think he has some really good like starters going for him. And I, I did hear today, uh, Lamar Jackson is listed as questionable, uh, did not practice. He injured his hip doing that flip into the end zone against Kansas City when he scored the touchdown. Did, Sounds right. did, did you see that play? I didn't. Um, I was actually... Because my my week was over at that point, so I was content. I was just kind of I so I went to sleep early that night. Yes, it was a wide open like bootleg, two yard touchdown run, and yeah. nobody was around him, and so he just walked into the end zone and he did a flip in the air over the goal line, but landed on his left hip. Oh jeez! Back up, threw the ball in the air, but now he's listed as questionable and didn't practice today due to a hip injury from that flip. So, um, but they're playing the Lions this week. Which means he'll be just fine. If he was playing any other team this week, he would probably have a chance of being out. But Lions luck will save the day for Bobby, and Lamar will be okay. If Lamar was hurt and he had to play Baker Mayfield, I may put Bobby at 10 on principle. (laughs) I wouldn't disagree with that. (laughs) All right. Well, Bobby, I think uh, I disagreed with a lot of your draft strategy, but... uh, you are winning the day so far. So who do we have it for? I think that we're going to have Lucas. 
No, Jay. I'm going to pick Jay. Oh. I mean, I'm going to drop, but boy, that would uh, that'd be quite the drop. Although I, I can't put it past Steve, so. Um, yeah, I mean, Jason lost to Alex, so common sense would say that Jay should be coming in at four here. Nope. Is kidding, it Lucas? Kidding, kidding, kidding. kidding. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jason was four, stays four. Jason was three. No, Jason was four. I had Alex at four the first two weeks. I thought Alex bumped up one. Well, no, we, can, no. we can deal with that later. Okay. Anything is possible. Four. Okay. All right. So I, I don't know what to do with this team. I I think it's middle. I think it's middle of the road. I think Adam Thielen continues to overshoot. I'm not going to invest in Russell Wilson. Saquon Barkley is clearly not delivering on expectation, but we kind of thought that'd be the case early on. So the numbers say he's in good shape. I just, I, I don't know that this team can last. So I am skeptical. You combine that with my Keenan Allen distrust. So this is kind of, this is to me is like a Bobby junior team that I, uh, these are not players that I independently value, but I also think I'm in the minority on some of these. So, I don't know if the four can hold with some good teams down below him, but right now, doing well. I think he has a really good team, and I feel like he just got kind of bad luck when he got placed against me this week because I had a very good week. Um, he would have won against quite a few people in the league this week. Uh, I think the only thing really on his squad holding him back right now is Saquon. Uh, I wonder if – did I thought Jay didn't want to start him last week, did he? He did not start him last week, and it was a good idea. I think he only yeah, got well, seven points. I was saying because he has – a very Jay-like move. Benching yeah, it was a good your first, move. Your first round pick in week two, benching, like that's a Jason move right there, and it yeah. very much paid off for him. Quality move. He has him back in the flex spot right now, but I think that's the only thing on his list right now that's holding him back. Other than that, his team's really, really good. Um, except for, you know, Russell Wilson now is good, but we'll see what happens later. Yeah, if he gets good Russell Wilson in the playoffs, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Now, Russell's doing good right now which means he will tail off in the second half that's the theory absolutely all right but who do we got at number three lucas i don't think i fell that much i'll go alex how dare you so you lucas you will say like i don't know how your rankings work so okay where where do you think you should be uh two or three was one, now three. Drop two spots. Only one direction you can go when you're the best, Steve. <laughs> one direction. You're just, you know, it's charity. You're letting the, you're letting somebody else have a have a taste of the the top of the mountain for a week. I I'm trying to skew my uh, over under uh, prediction from earlier, right? Like I'm. <laughs> Yeah. I'm able to throw somebody else up there. That's one more closer to me being right. So that's right. So we now know we're at two. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh. Th- three. Three numbers here. Okay. Um. Four point four. Um. Oh, that's the wrong one. Hang on. Four point four. Oh, that was. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I was gonna. Be, this was gonna be really good, and I totally screwed up. Four point four, 
3.9 and 22. Those three numbers right there. 4.4 points from Tyreek Hill, 3.9 from Amari Cooper, and 22 points from the Buffalo Bill defense against me. And and that was it. Um, yeah. You know, Mahomes, uh, <laughs> 42 points. Very, very happy with that. That's that's Mahomes. That's fine. Um, Carson was Carson and got me my 10 to 12. He he was like 15. Um, Hopkins uh, looked like he got injured. Um, he got all his points in like the first five minutes of the game and then was done. Uh, made the right move to put Daryl Henderson Jr. in there for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Uh, that was my one move last week, which was great. Nice. Um, and and but now I've got three questionable players with Hopkins, Cooper, and Henderson. So um, I need to see how that plays out through practices this week and into the weekend. Um, I'm starting to understand why people don't like Cooper. Um, he's more of the up and down like Lockett was for me last year, uh, where he can do really good on some weeks and then he can bomb on others. Um, and that's just what happens. So uh, it happens. Um, Chiefs did well, but Baltimore decided they were going to put three players on Tyreek, and that was their best chance of winning. And what do you know? They ended up actually winning the football game, so you can't argue with that. So no. um, I just kind of hope that, um, you know, other teams aren't as smart as uh, Wink Martindale, uh, the game show host of all of our favorite game shows, and, uh, <laughs> and actually let that guy run. Well, and Baltimore's also got Marlon Humphrey playing cornerbacks, one of the best in the league. So he's not going to have to deal with that every week either. So hopefully, at least for you, that will be uh, more of an anomaly. But I'd heard a statistic like that was uh, not counting games that Tyreek Hill left for injury. That was like his worst game since like his rookie year. So I wouldn't expect that. But I think it's a sign of how good you are. Like pretty much nobody did great except, you know, Kyler. And you still were like almost hit 115 points. So. You've got a very low uh, floor for your team, so nobody's going to get you. Um, nobody's going to beat you because they had a slightly less bad week. So I think that was an encouraging sign for you. Uh, I I can partially agree with that. Um, it, it, the league scene, the league parity is just it's real this year, right? Like everybody's got teams that can easily score in the 130s week in and week out. And so that's really the bar that you want to hit every week. If you can get into the 130s, uh, you got a chance to win. So, you know, throwing up a, a 113 or whatever I did, it, there really was no chance. And really, I was playing catch-up. Uh, it, it wasn't even that close, right? Um, I, I had Tyreek and, and Patrick Mahomes to go on Monday night. Um, so, you know, 50 of of my points uh, weren't scored until that final game. So um, I think I had texted you. I, I needed Mahomes had four touchdowns and I needed two more um, to have a chance. I, I needed a six touchdown performance to even have a chance. So um, it was, it was bad luck. It's fine. Yeah. And sadly, I don't think that would have got you there if he would have banged out two more touchdowns with going to Tyreek, but he might've got more yards. So yeah. All right. So just kind of chalk it up as a bad week and move on. Yeah, pressure going so, defeated is over. Yeah, oh well, you know, I break out the champagne. Oh wait, there's other two and O teams, so it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm but I'm happy with my bench too, right? I made a couple of waiver moves. I threw up in my mouth a little bit uh, when I got Rob Gronkowski, but he's <laughs> just 
at this point, he needs to be on a roster somewhere. Um, and uh, Cortland Sutton, uh, you know, if one of my receivers or my or Henderson is out, you know, I picked up Michelle if Case Henderson's out, and I'll throw Cortland Sutton in there for Cooper or Hopkins if they can't play. I may even throw Sutton in there for Cooper, period. Uh, I haven't really decided on that yet, but um, have a good quality bench. Uh, at least I can uh, throw up there if needed. Wow, I would be very impressed if I see Sutton in your starting lineup. I did not think I was going to hear that today. Why is that? He's had a good couple, well, I, I guess not the first week, but he had really good uh, week last week. I just think Denver's the Jets, a low man. They're playing the Jets. No, I don't disagree. I just, you know, they're, they're a low-octane offense. Teddy Bridgewater can only put so many points up in a week, and I just, uh, Dallas is just so much better. But I get where you're going. And no Jerry to increase the target share for your guy. Yep. All right, we're done. We talked enough about my team. Two. Steve. <laughs> oh. He did Steve. not put you one. Steve. He did not put Steve. you one, Alex, Steve. over him. Steve. It's Lucas. Alex. Steve. Steve. <laughs> Up a spot from three to two, Alex. Weak. I mean good. But weak. The year of overconfidence is paying off. I know. I just got to tell myself I'm good at stuff. All right. It is. I had a good week last week. Uh, DeAndre Swift is doing way more than I ever thought he would, um, which is proven pretty solid. My wide receivers are doing okay, and uh, except for Tyler Lockett, who is basically just winning me games, as well as my defense. <laughs> Tyler Lockett and defensive, baby. That's where you get all the points at. Well, it's good that when Matt, they're buying you some time for J. Allen to turn it around. Yeah, which hopefully he does soon. So, because if you actually look at like the point rankings of my team, it's really not that great. I have Tyler Lockett and the Patriots defense, and then like Devontae Adams is like point ranked 27. Justin Jefferson is 28. Mike Evans is 26. Not the best. Jeez. But I did not know they were all middling like that. They it's all are. It's weird. It is week two. Exactly. But I'm still winning, Lucas. That's what matters. Remember? Uh-huh. So that's, but, I mean, according to Lou, I mean, according to Lucas's strategy, I should just give up and trade everybody. <laughs> I believe in next year, but. I wouldn't argue with that uh, if you <laughs> want to give up against me especially. But uh, okay. But I think I have a solid squad here. I think they got me to 2-0. and I don't remember the last time I was 2-0. I'm stoked. I, uh. This is a lot of fun. I've been using my brain. I don't think you and I have ever been in the top two spots in the rankings before. And to be the last two undefeated teams, it's uh, it's tended to fall that my good years did not coincide with you having good years and vice versa. Like your 12 and one year was my worst team ever. That is true. I feel like we're never really competing that often for the top spot, like ever. No. One of us just usually decimates the other, which usually one more one way than the other. But... Just saying, this is this is the year of the. So yeah, there's some parody early on, but it's still fun to be at the top part of the parody piece here. So congratulations on Tubi uh, and being the last two undefeated teams. So hopefully, uh, wow. Yeah, let's see. Let's see if it keeps going this week. <laughs> right. So. All right, number one. <sighs> Me. Me. <laughs> Uh, jump a spot from two to one. Keep it simple. 
Uh, really like this team. I'd be sad if McCaffrey can't play, but I honestly feel like I can uh, ride the wave right now. Brady's doing well. The wide receivers are rocking, and Jonathan Taylor is not going to be wide receiver t- or running back 27 in two weeks. So, And I've got Michael Thomas getting closer and closer to coming back, and I love the Hollywood Brown pickup I made this week. So don't want to lose McCaffrey long term, but I think this team can handle it. Radical. Nifty. Fantastic. All right, so let's let's do our predictions for this week. So quick summary of last week. Derek went four and one. Alex, ESPN, and Cam all went three and two. Lucas, unfortunately, you and I went two and three. So standings after two weeks. The year of confidence, you lead the way, Alex, at seven and three. Yes, and Cam and Derek are six and four. Lucas and I are holding up the back end at five and five. So confidence. Unfortunately, for the third straight week, I have to be involved in the Jankup of the week. That is not a humble brag. That is, I don't want to have to keep playing good opponents. Um, so it is one Steve versus four J. Alex, who do you have? What? Who was it? J versus who? Me. No. I'm going to pick Jay. Well, right now that makes a lot of sense. It, yes, picked me to start the night. Yeah. So uh, so am I. And unfortunately, only because I saw McCaffrey go out injured. I see why Kelly is upset. That does not look promising. Well, um, it didn't look horrible. But yes, DJ Moore going out is certainly not the best thing for her right now. Fuck it off. I think I'm still good enough to beat Jay. Losing McCaffrey sucked, but he still gave me a few points on the way out the door. Lucas, did you pick me, or are you still debating? I'm picking Jay. Okay. I'll have to get their information from Cam and Derek. Um, Next, we have two, Alex versus eight, Carly. Me. I can do it. Uh, I'm going to also go with you, Alex. Lucas, who do you have? I'll go Alex. Clean sweep. Put on backwards. All right. Nine, Matthew Raymond versus 10, Kelly. I am going to go ahead and take Kelly in this matchup. Lucas, who do you have? Oh, dear. I'm within punching distance. Understood. She's cracking her knuckles. I'm going Kelly. <laughs> I'm worried about her long reach as well. That's why I went with Kelly. Alex, what are you doing? Kelly. Perfect. Oh, shoot. Me too. Kelly goes with Kelly as well. <laughs> if Kelly gets it right, she gets to retire undefeated. <laughs> All right. Next, we have five Bobby versus six Derek. Where are you going, Lucas? Man, there's always an upset every week. Uh, I think Bobby comes back to earth a little bit, and I'm going to go Derek. Xander. Bobby. Wait, which one had Derek? Which one had Derek Henry? Bobby. 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 I believe in Derek. I think that uh, he'll pick the right quarterback, which he hasn't done the first two weeks stat-wise, and he'll get it right. All right, last we finish up. Uh, you, three, Lucas. Oh, hold on, sorry. No, it's it's the battle, battle of the brother-in-laws. Three, Lucas versus seven, Cam. Lucas, who do you have? 
can I pick against myself? I, I, I really can't. I, I need to be more like Alex, and so I will heartily pick myself. There you go, Lucas. Confidence. I can do it. That's your homework this week, okay? You got to say that. Okay. Ten times a day. Done. Good. All right, Alex. Kelly will rat on you if you don't do it. All right. Who am I picking? Oh, I'm picking Cam. Good Lord. All right. Well I think played, this, is, well this is just a small bump Thanks. on the road. Lucas will be back at number one in a week or two, so I'm going to take him as well. All right. Sorry, I had a different screen up, and I'm not seeing this. All right, any rec- recommendations for the week? Uh, Star Wars Legends, I believe it's called. It's on Disney+. Visions. Plus. Visions. I'm bad at words. It's pretty pretty interesting. I like it. Uh, basically, they just like let these people, anime studios, anime studios, just do whatever they want with Star Wars, and they did. And I enjoy it. Yes, I've Are watched you, the, the first two episodes of that. Uh, the first one was rather good. The second one was rather weird and confusing. So, Oh, come on. The second one was amazing. They just started a band and went, Jabba, believe in the power of hearts and music. And Jabba was like, well, car. And that was great. <laughs> exactly. Are you kidding me? That was wonderful. Exactly. Um, you know what? This is actually probably a good time to ask me this question as I'm sitting on my butt um, pretty much every day for the next few weeks. So... Um, I've actually started watching Cobra Kai. I don't know if you recommended this last yes, year. Yes, we did. Did you? Um, I'm just getting around to it. So I think I'm about four episodes in. Um, but uh, it's better than I thought it could be. Um, it's it's uh, very actually pretty in-depth um, in terms of uh, storytelling so far. So enjoyable. Uh, I'm going to support a recommendation Cam, I think, made a few years ago or a couple of years ago. Um, I finally got around to you talk about Cobra Kai. I finally got around to watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, my God. I love this show so much. Andre Brower is just, uh, I love that, from Homicide. Yeah, anyway, I'm just, yeah, really enjoying that. I'm just started season two. So, all right, until then, praying for... Speedy recovery, Christian McCaffrey, and it looks like Kelly just lost another player. And Lucas. And speedy recovery for Lucas. I know. You're like, you set it up so well. I was going to thank you so much. I wish for a speedy recovery for, you know, the person I actually know in my life, not on my fantasy team. And you totally bombed it. So, (laughs) Oh, God, I really did screw this. That's pretty funny, though. Wrap this thing up, man. I'm done. I gordied the heck out of that. I am sorry. Wishing an infinitely more speedy recovery for the 101 in my own heart, Lucas Patrick Moore. Until then, thank you, Gracie. I still don't know who that is.